from the earliest days of the Judeo-Christian history of salvation. The tradition of God's people has always experienced a certain tension between loyalties to God and to earthly rulers. Even in the years of exile, the Hebrew people struggled to keep alive their fidelity to the covenant and to exercise some measure of freedom to practice their faith. It was not always easy. And their own prophets, religious leaders, and kings sought to negotiate these loyalties so that the people could prosper and survive and be faithful. In Jesus' time, we know that similar tensions existed between the civic authorities, most especially the occupying Roman power, and the Jewish people themselves who held firmly to their association with the God of their ancestors. It was not always an easy coexistence. We have many examples in the scriptures of conflicts that were rooted in different practices, legal norms, social conventions and customs in every era and every generation. So often these very things became fodder for Jesus as he often turned to critique a current ideology and he sought to place before the people his vision of the reign of God. It was not an easy time for the people of God. In our own time, we are not immune from these similar historic tensions and the anxiety that they often cause. These tensions and disparities seem to surface rather acutely if not always clearly, especially during civic election campaigns. The climate surrounding the current national election is so obviously an example. And it has all the appearances of being particularly contentious and divisive. It is not an easy time for us who want to do the right thing, the good thing. As followers of Jesus Christ and as a church, we hold dear to the teachings of the gospel. Such issues as moral living, social justice for everyone, a consistent ethic of life, the care for creation, and respect for every person, no matter their way of life or their status 
or their race or language. These things are sacred to us and we strive to defend positions and persons who agree with us. But we also know we live in a pluralistic society, one that is diverse in its people and comprised of a broad spectrum of opinions, positions, platforms, and choices. In a perfect world, the choice of political leadership in any capacity would be a simple choice between one side and the other, one candidate and the other, one ideology and the next. But such is not the case. We make choices all the time that consider various factors, some good, some bad, some better, some okay, some we can live with, some we can't. And in an election, there are candidates that are not always molded to our complete liking. Some who are like-minded, others who are not even close, and others somewhere in between. Still, it is important, I believe, that we make choices that we can live with and that we believe will stand for the most good that we can hope for in an imperfect world. There may not be a single absolute criteria. But surely there is at least this one. That we will make a choice that will improve the nation and the neighborhood we live in and not make it less tolerable or more divisive, but one that is more welcoming and inclusive, one that is more united one that holds out hope for every citizen and espouses honesty both in person and in policy. Ultimately, we need to live with our own Christian conscience, one that is informed by those gospel values, knowing that the fullness of the gospel does not lie in one party, one person, or in one platform, but only in the perfection of Jesus Christ, who alone embraces the humanity we live with and the goodness we strive for.